Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Well, tomorrow finally is the big day, the day we all head to the polls to vote in the 2022 federal election. So we wanted to have one last chat with the Australian Electoral Commission, or the AEC, to find out everything we need to know to cast our votes. Hannah Brown is the Tasmanian director of the AEC, joins me on the line now. Hannah, good morning. Thank you for your time. Good morning, Mike. It's a pleasure. Now, so pre-polling's been open, as we know, for the past two weeks. How many Tasmanians have taken advantage of early voting, Hannah? Do we know? Mm, we do. So around 70,000 Tasmanians have wow. voted uh, in person early. Um, that's right. It's a, it's a solid number, uh, probably more than last time, uh, 2019. Uh, we've also had around 42,000 people return their postal votes. So that's, that's over 110,000 Tasmanians have voted so far. That's, that's close to uh, a quarter of the electoral roll. Good heavens. That's like a pretty much a record for, for us so far, isn't it? It is, it is. So there's strong demand out there for, for getting in early, which we understand, but the majority of Tasmanians will still be voting in person tomorrow, which we love too. And there's still time to get in today, though, for pre-poll, if you have to, if you're working tomorrow or whatever? Yes, absolutely. So all our 11 early voting centres are open until 6pm tonight, so plenty of time for people to get in if they don't think they'll be able to make it to a booth tomorrow. And what about polling places? I mean, how many polling places will be open across the state tomorrow, do we know? Yes, there'll be 279 booths open. That's all the booths that we have planned. Um, and while we have had some some challenges with um, staffing this week across the country, um, I'm confident that all of our booths will open tomorrow. Yeah, I know the AEC had, did, have, I was reading that, had some recruitment difficulties, uh, resulted in a number of polling places in rural and regional Australia actually not being able to open tomorrow. That was the first mm-hmm. read. Does this shortage of staff, has it impacted any Tasmanian locations though, Hannah? Look, we've had some concerns about a couple of booths this week, Mike, um, but uh, we've had a great response to our call-outs to other um, state services and to... Um, some other um, public service Australian public service agencies. Um, so members of the community have put their hands up to to fill those vacancies. So I'm not concerned about any of our of our Tasmanian booths. Is there any uh, like last minute um, jobs going? I mean, the thing that I when I read, the, the, it's quite uh, financially viable. It's quite a, you, you pay quite well for working. Yeah, look, it's 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 a really good opportunity to make a bit of extra money um, and contribute to your community. Um, and it's and it's really fun uh, to to work on election weekend. So look, there are some some opportunities still available. I, I would particularly call out to anyone in the Launceston area um, if they are available tomorrow and or Sunday um, and interested to jump on to the AEC website and and register their interest um, for jobs in that area. Um, I think we're fine in Hobart um, and um, we've actually. Um, yeah, been inundated with, with interest over the last couple of days. So I thank all the people who have called in and said they're, they're willing to help out. Uh, but still in, in the northern, um, northern areas, Launceston and, and Burnie, um, there are still, still some opportunities available. And also, don't forget, as you said, uh, quite aptly, there's some money to be made here. I mean, you do mm-hmm. get paid for this kind of work. And it and the, the, what what is interesting, it's not, it, like I say, it can be fun because um, there's no, no, when you go in there, it's quiet, everyone's quiet about the polling, they're quiet about, they're quiet <laughs> going about their business. There's none of the rowdiness that you might have out the front. 
No, no, that's that's right. The uh, the the hot contest is is six metres from the polling booth entrance, uh, where the party workers are contest uh, sort of vying for the best space for their posters and and getting their how to vote cards into people's hands. Um, you're right. The polling booths uh, are quiet. People are going about their business and and letting voters, um, you know, uh, cast their vote in peace. Um, after 6 p.m., um, polling places will start to count um, count votes votes cast there. It's, it's a really nice atmosphere, um, and also in our count centres. So we have three large count centres across the state. Great atmosphere there too, as as people get about. Um, counting and mm. ensuring that we can provide results through to the to the tally room on Saturday night. Hannah, where can people find their nearest polling booth? So they can get onto the AEC website. Um, there's a link to where can I vote and they can search by uh, locality, postcode um, and there they can find also early voting centres uh, and polling booths for tomorrow. What about those that don't have access to the internet? And believe it or not, we have listeners who obviously listen to the radio but do not have inter- internet access. Is there a way to find polling places without the internet? Yes, absolutely. So there'll be um, an advertisement in, in uh, the Mercury and the Examiner today um, listing all booths providing uh, addresses and um, disability access information uh, today. Excellent. Now, voting this year is going to be a little different now that we're in a post-COVID world, even though it's not really post-COVID, it's still COVID. So we know there'll be social distancing, sanitizer, Mm. all those things Mm. at the polling places. Do you expect that these extra procedures will cause delays for voters? Look, I don't think so, Mike. It's... You know, we will need people to be patient and expect a degree of queuing tomorrow. And people are very used to that through COVID. Uh, but we have taken other steps to make sure that, that people can still get in and get through quickly. So we have more issuing officers. Um, we have more queue controllers. Um, so we're really doing what we can to make sure that people, you know, don't need to wait um, excessively long time. But we will need people to be patient, and especially if they rock up um, sort of around lunchtime, late morning, those peak periods. Mm. Um, but but I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Now, let's talk, get on the topic of COVID, especially people who have mm-hmm. tested positive for COVID. Can you clarify for me? Because it doesn't sound right to me. The AC website reads, telephone voting is available only for people who test positive to COVID-19 after 6pm local time Tuesday, 17 May 2022. But what about people who tested positive in the days before that? Because if you got COVID on Monday, you won't be Mm. out of isolation in time to vote. Mm. Yeah, look, thank you for that question. And it's a good opportunity to clarify the situation for people. So that is the current situation. So this is is all prescribed in regulations for us. So um, at the moment, um, we can only provide... Uh, the telephone voting service in accordance with the regulations and as you just said um, people are only eligible currently if they tested positive for COVID after 6pm on Tuesday. However um, we have heard the concerns from the community loud and clear um, and the AEC has taken steps uh, swiftly to um, seek uh, or make a recommendation to government uh, that those regulations are changed they can be changed um, that recommendation has gone to government, and if that is accepted, which we are, which we're hopeful it will be, um, that eligibility timeframe will be wound back, and anyone who uh, tested positive for COVID from last Friday 
will become eligible for the telephone voting service if they haven't voted already by post, which has been the recommendation uh, for those people to date. Well, I hope they get the uh, so recommendation in pretty soon then. Yeah, look, the recommendation has gone to government and so I expect that um, that a decision will be made very quickly on that. Um, but just wanted to make sure people are aware that, that that's the situation and so we have heard and responded to those concerns and are seeking um, that change be made by government. Hannah, where do we register for a telephone vote then and do we have to prove our COVID positive result as such? Yeah. So the information, all the information about secure telephone voting is on the website, including the number that you need to call or um, the uh, the area on the website where you can register. So that can be done online or by phone. Um, and there are some uh, requirements to establish your COVID positive status, um, but that, that information is all there for both to, to access. So it, when I when we went to obviously the uh, the AEC web page says who is eligible to vote by phone it still has people who are test positive to COVID nineteen after six pm Tuesday. So obviously you expect that to change and very quickly uh, change that on the on the website. Correct. Yeah. So as soon as that decision is made by government, that will be um, implemented by the AEC and and um, communications will will go out to the community as quickly as possible. So you, you'll need proof that you're COVID nineteen positive, which obviously is your uh, rapid antigen test serial mm-hmm. or reference number. Um, and going through frequently frequently asked questions. I mean, that's a good question. Where is my rat serial or reference number? Um, that that's I might have to take that one on notice, Mike. Um, I'm not I'm not aware of that, um, but I can take that on notice and, and send some information into into um, the studio if you like. Oh well, actually, I've got the answer to it on the on your frequently asked questions. It says it depends on the brand. It may be on the front or back of the packet or next to an image or icon. It's okay if you can't find it, but you will need the brand and receipt number from the health authority required uh, the, to register the positive test. So there is an answer there. I just thought it might have been updated. But also, um, look, a couple of other questions How, and that I thought were interesting. How do I know my ballot paper is secure? You're the secure, the telephone um, voting ballot paper? Yeah. So uh, the AEC has a range of integrity measures in place in all um, that apply to all our voting services. So uh, voting, um, telephone voting ballot papers will be subject to exactly the same integrity measures as are all other ballot papers. So that includes um, uh, secure uh, um, ballot boxes, um, secure uh, storage zones for ballot boxes, a number of, um, uh, well, we, we basically call them chain of, chain of custody uh, measures. Yep. And um, obviously, a number of people are involved in in monitoring um, the security of those ballot papers. So it's also about you know the presence and and visibility of, of those and the transparency of those processes. And your personal information, obviously, you're kept very safe. Absolutely. Now, let, let, if we talk COVID nineteen safety measures, because there's a lot about that there. I mean. Um, if there's an outbreak in the area, I mean, there's a lot of obvious there. But are masks required by voters in polling places? They're not required, Mike. Um, we would obviously encourage voters to wear a mask um, if if possible. Um, that's for the safety of, of our uh, staff and other voters and, and scrutineers at polling places. Um, but, yeah, not required. And uh, another question, can I bring my children to the polling place 
with me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we encourage um, young people to come and, and experience um, what the voting, the democratic process looks like and to, to become interested in that and, and learn about it. So, absolutely. Do you know what I find interesting, and uh, you might find this uh, yourself interesting, in recent years the Hungarian government's taken control of Hungarian media. In Poland, mm-hmm. the government's passed laws making the judiciary accountable to politicians. In the US, mm-hmm. trust in the electoral system and democracy is at its lowest, with 40% of the population still believing the 2020 election was stolen. But there's a mm-hmm. lot... Uh, you've probably know of Freedom House. Freedom House keeps scores on the health of democracies all over the world and gives Mm. Australia a score of 39 out of 40 for political rights, acknowledging we have free and fair elections with realistic opportunities for opposition parties to win, as well Mm. as an independent judiciary and media. So, I mean, we Mm. remain democratically strong. That is something I think people, you can tend to, if you look overseas, we're a very lucky country in that respect. We are incredibly lucky, um, and you know it's not luck. It's not just luck either. There's a lot of a lot of hard work and commitment that goes into maintaining the integrity of all of those institutions, including our electoral process. Um, and that's why you know I appreciate the opportunity to come and and speak to to listeners on your show and to explain um, explain how we do what we do and, and why we do it. And that is um, you know that that's that's our mission. Now, would you recommend people planning ahead, Hannah, with uh, who exactly they're voting for and in which position yeah. for, for both phone votes and in person, planning ahead? Look, I would. I think that's, that's a really great suggestion, Mike, um, especially for those accessing the telephone voting service. That will really help us um, keep queue times down. But also people who are, who are going to vote in person, I think um, it's a really good idea to know how you're going to vote before you turn up. I don't know, we're allowed to take um, a cheat sheet in with us, are we? Yes, absolutely. Ah, yep. Good. Because I know, I mean, let's face it, how many, um, I, I feel for the poor forests that have been destroyed by the amount of brochures people are handed when you walk into the polling booth. And uh, good heavens, that's a, that's a Russian itself, isn't it? Are there, are there any rules in regard of uh, guaranteeing that you don't get, uh, well, shall we say, heavily confronted when you walk mm. just at the front of the polling area? We ask party workers and volunteers um, to give people space um, and they're actually not allowed to impede voters' access to the polling booth. So if anyone has that experience when they they um, approach a polling booth, please please let the AC staff at the premises know. Um, but look, we've, we've, um, our experience this event has been that um, party workers and volunteers are very respectful don't wish to take out a vote card. You can just say no, thank you, and they'll they'll let they'll, they'll give you space to, to make your way into the booth. Uh, good one. Now tell us, remind us again because you're looking for staff. Let's hit that little button again. The job with the AEC. You're still a bit short mm-hmm. for staff. How can people inquire again about working for you and getting paid? Mm, correct. Yep. So if again, if they go onto the AEC website um, and and look at the jobs tab. Um, they'll see that there is a the pathway there to register their interest for working for the AEC and that will seek some basic information from them, including their location. Um, and, uh, and the AEC uh, are starting to going through those registrations of interest every day and making calls out to people and making offers where, where there are still vacancies. 
All right, well, we've got uh, just about the info, all the info we need. I look forward to the government letting us know about the COVID situation. And, of course, you'll be waiting patiently on that, those results too, but I think they'll have to get them to you very quickly. Um, Indeed. Yeah, Hannah, good to talk to you. And I do appreciate your time this morning because it's going to be the rush tomorrow, even though I can't believe it's been a record amount of votes pre-polling and uh, postal. It, it has, and, uh, Mark, I appreciate your time. No worries. Good to talk to you, Hannah. Hannah Brown's the Tasmanian Director of the Australian Electoral Commission, the AEC, about the big day tomorrow. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.